As a free, not-for-profit service, Cradio requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate, visit cradio.org.au slash donate. Cradio. Welcome to another Cradio interview. Today, Mark Griffin from Perusia sits down with Giovanni Portelli and Miguel Zaragoza to discuss the role that media plays in the life of the church. Giovanni Portelli is a larger-than-life photographer who, among other things, works with the Catholic Weekly and has his own professional photography business. Miguel Zaragoza is the creative content coordinator for Perusia and has worked with Catholic film media for many years. Here now is Mark Griffin. Joining me today, we have two guests in the studio, both of whom work in Catholic media circles. The first is a man who seems to pop up at all the big Catholic events across Sydney. I'm sure many of you listening locally here in Sydney have seen him with his camera, adding life and energy to each and every event which he attends. His energetic presence is nothing short of infectious. He's a highly sought after photographer for all style of events and formal occasions, including my own wedding 10 years ago this year. And his work is featured regularly on the Catholic Weekly here in Sydney. I'm speaking of Mr. Giovanni Portelli. Giovanni, thanks for joining us. Good morning, Mr. Griffin. Thank you very much for having me on. Joining us also this morning, we have the creative content coordinator from Perusia, a tireless worker who always spends long hours before and after events, making sure that things run smoothly. From the videography perspective, we have with us today Miguel Zaragoza. Good morning, Miguel. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Very well, thank you. Today, I'd like to touch a little bit on the role of Catholic media um, within the church and, and the important role that we can play um, from a few different perspectives. Uh, let's start, first of all, just to get to know a bit about both of you. First of all, Giovanni. Yes. Where do you get your energy? Oh, whoa. Look, I've always said that I'm <clears throat> I get my energy from everyone that's there. It's, all, it's, 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 it's so easy to see the excitement, the exuberance and elation of of an audience of a crowd of of Christians of Catholics their zeal is just that's infectious that's what I'm I'm using that I'm absorbing it by osmosis and feeding it directly straight back out there fantastic <clears throat> and, and when you're in the room it, it's like that it feels like you are <laughs> there, there's some fantastic energy about you that, that everyone does drive from. So it's fantastic to hear, though, that it is something that, that you're getting from the room. It's not just something that you're bringing. It's something that you're actually sharing with the room. And Yeah, it's completely it's completely reciprocal. Um, and I found that just with with everything, everywhere that I've ever been to. And, and how did you get involved in the first place? Your, your passion for photography and, and how did that bring you into church circles? Yeah, um, uh, it was the lead-up to World Youth Day 2008, in November 2017, there was a concert held by Vincent Haber um, called Activate at St. Mary's Cathedral. And because I was the only youth in my parish, I was allocated to go along to this to this music concert. And I, I thought I'd bring along my camera. I'd already been photographing since about um, 2000. And when I saw that no one else was there photographing what was going on, I was like, whoa, like I'm... I'm, I'm it. You know, people aren't going to see what's happening here unless, you know, we start taking photos and, uh, you know, we start documenting these activities. Well, World Youth Day occurred around about the same time as another web, as a, as a uh, social media, as social media started to develop. And that website was Facebook. And um, all these networks, these Catholic networks just happened like within weeks, months. 
there really was an explosion, wasn't there? Yeah, at that like point a in crazy time? explosion. We could connect people like in a way never before. It so easily as well across a lot of media. Um, Facebook at that time, I think, was doing a lot of photos, videos. I don't think had gone. No, no, not, no, not, not, not on Facebook at that particular time. And all the people that I met on the, on the World Youth Day trail in Sydney, two thousand eight, would also uh, advance their own uh, their own faith journey and uh, get involved in the church directly. And you know, I'm, I'm here now because of because of all that energy. Another event also in 2008, towards the end of 2008, was where you and I met uh, with The Sound of Music, uh, the production yeah. by Artis Christie, yeah, yeah, which, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. which was a fantastic experience. I was oh. in the orchestra and <laughs> you were the, the photographer for the whole the whole production, but as well you had an on-stage role, which strangely enough you carried a camera <laughs> on that role, this really old-fashioned... Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the sound... Um, You're so method. <laughs> the Sound of Music... Well, Artis Christie... Um, Really, road has 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 ridden that World Youth Day wave of just of ca- uh, Catholic performing arts, and um, the Sound of Music was a great production. It was a huge cast, a lot of people involved. It was about one hundred and fifty people yeah, cast and so, orchestra so, and crew. So and, yeah, so yeah. really so really big. And um, yeah, I got like a I somehow got a cameo where I was like a nineteen forties press person. <laughs> Press photographer on stage, w- walked through with a with a vintage Kodak, snapping a shot. I got I got that coat from and that that hat from Vinnie's, by the way, for about <laughs> for about fifteen dollars in total. <laughs> there wasn't a big uh, uh, budget for for uh, props and costume back in that day. So no, but I mean, um, yeah, bizarrely, Vinnie's had all this stuff that was just like perfect. I actually think we did quite well out of him for that production. You're not the only one that, that frequented <laughs> Vinny's to, to, to fill the gaps in the costume um, department. Uh, yeah, Artis uh, Christie has, I think, has, has continued on in, in doing like- It really has done, and you've been involved in various yeah, productions yeah, yeah. over the years as well. Yeah, that's right. So um, the work, of, the work of, of Catholic performing arts, I think, is also very important because it provides um, youth, much younger than us, of course, an ability to join a production, um, Share their faith with others, and I think Artis Christie provides a fantastic platform for Absolutely. for young people looking to do to do something different with it. And it's a safe platform as well. If you want to be involved in those circles out in the yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah, in yeah. the wider world, it's it's not exactly the most um, well, it's not exactly the safest environment as a Catholic to be to be applying your 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 skills. So yeah, it's it's just a fantastic safe organisation. Yeah, that's right. To to be able to do that. And still share the faith at the same time. Absolutely. Now, Miguel, bringing you in here, you've been involved with Artist Christie a little bit as a well. Bit. You filmed a few of the productions, but where did it all begin for you? Where did your love for for videography and for the media in general begin, and and how's it led to to where you are today with Parisia? That's a good question. I actually thought of the question for Gio as he was telling his story because I actually don't know if he started with photography initially when he started with no, uh, no, with that I... activate, or were you in another career? Oh no no I was I was in a I was I didn't start off in photography no not at all um I was in like corporate property management Oh there you go Yeah 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 yeah, mm. yeah Now you're in your habit. passion Yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome but That's the same similar story for you you it's didn't similar. start off in media either Well I started in construction I did construction management and ended up in a small um, steel fabricating workshop kind of management team and um eh, it wasn't for me um 
How long were you there? How long did you persist? Four years. Okay. All my all my uh, cycles in careers last about four years. This is the longest, I think. How long have you been with Perusia? Perusia, oh, it's coming up on four years. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that, yeah. <laughs> I think this one will stick. Uh, Watch your space. But I've been in film for longer than that now. Like So um, I think we're safe. So I started in construction, uh, moved into websites, and that's how I ended up at the Archdiocese of Sydney. Um designing websites uh, for Catholic communications. And that was about the time of World Youth Day. Yeah. Um, we, we were all in these circles but hadn't come across yeah. each other yet because yeah. I was you working, at, in the I was working at the Archdiocese yeah, as well we didn't at the really cross paths. We worked on the same level for a while and we didn't, we didn't meet each other until years later. So Which level? What? Level 15 because Catholic communications yes. was based on level 15 and you weren't necessarily on that level yourself. But yeah. the organization you're working for, I worked on that same level. But yes. we didn't cross paths until you were in some the, years later. When you take come off. Uh, from the four of the lifts to the left is you, right? That's right. And then yeah. Kath Gom was on the right. So we obviously always got yeah. a different lift. <laughs> well, no. You see, that was World Youth Day's media team. It was. I mean, that's yeah. who you in, were in crossing that... paths. I was down in level 11. Yes. And uh, and uh, yeah, they're laughing at me because my company name became level 11. Uh, let's not go into that. Um, but <laughs> but uh, so eventually after World Youth Day, um, Kath Gom at level 11 became Cathcom at level 15, where uh, the majority of the talent from the media team in World Youth Day became um, Catholic Communications. Um, I remember that production of Sound of Music. A good friend of mine from my parish was playing the role of, uh, is it Liesl, the old elder sister? Oh, who's that? Uh, Amy Veerboom at the time. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And her surname now escapes me. Her name. Uh, that's it? Yeah. Um, so I remember that production. I had crossed paths with um, a few people that uh, I had consequently been asked to film things for. Um, and I wasn't in film yet, uh, but I had a passion for it. So I'd do um, all these short courses on weekends and I'd learn about cameras um, and very much an amateur hack. And um, But would, would uh, kind of um, put myself in a position to film something, <laughs> even though I was a little bit inexperienced. But... Uh, Somehow muddled, muddled my way through in the early days. And um, Theology on Tap was a big thing. It was oh, filmed yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Massive. I crossed pads with Gio a lot at all these yes. events because he's at everyone. I don't know how he bilocates or multilocates. <laughs> Gosh. And with all that energy. <laughs> it works. It just works. We've even filmed weddings together. Uh, well, you filmed, I've filmed weddings. You've been photographing, photo- photographing yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And it's good working <laughs> with you, actually, because you, you get them all to smile. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> always, 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 always. Let's bring it forward to where we're at today. There's so much negative news in the world, both involving the church and also outside. But there's a need to share good news stories, and especially good news stories from within the church, stories of hope, just to get people to understand the real church and not the church that the mainstream media necessarily presents to us at the moment. With what you're doing, Giovanni, we'll start with you first. Yep. With what you're doing, do you feel the weight of responsibility to actually get the church out there and let people see the real church for what it is? And, yes. And yes. how do you approach that when you're working and, and, and how does that inspire you to do what you do? Yeah, well, um, I think it's, it's vitally important that church activities get represented the way that they are, full of... Uh, richness of of people um, I think it's important that uh, that the the images that come out of of events should look um, 
should look uh, should look amazing. They should look inspiring, and it's so easy to do as well because the people that are, that are there that are attending the the youth, the the, uh, the youth, the adults, uh, even the old. Um, I think all have um, like they all have a sparkle in their eye when they when they see the when they see you know their faith in in such an uh, in such an uh, exciting special way. Um, for me, it's just a matter of just being able to to spot it, and it's so easy to see and photograph it, um, capture the moment, so to speak. Oh yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Um, a lot of the times, like I'll when I'm photographing, um, it's it's vitally important that um, that I photograph the the whole scale of what's going on. You see, when I was starting off um, before World Youth Day, before 2008, like when I was in like in the early 2000s, when I was in my own parish, I thought I was the only one. Like I thought I was the only one in my demographic. So when World Youth Day happened. And subsequently after that, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Everyone's like in my age group. This is like, this isn't like, you know, I'm not alone. There are so many other people here that are just like me. So I, I love photographing, you know, doing big group photos and showing um, people of all ages and a lot of the abundance of all of this together. I think that's, um, that's very important. I mean, because if you left it to the, to the secular media to cover what goes on, I mean, they just don't. Well, understand. we can see what coverage it gets. Yeah, it, it doesn't really. And if it does get there coverage, are, it gets a, a negative spin on. That being said, with World Youth Day back mm. at the time, we keep going back to that because that seems to be the, the thing that yeah, really spurred us on. Um, but back at World Youth Day, there was a very unique approach taken by the mainstream media, and it was a positive approach. Yeah, everything was positive. You could walk down the streets. And sure, there were protests, but they were very mild and there was an overwhelming sense of positivity about everything. There was an excitement. We had all these visitors from around the world and the media was capturing that, which was mm. fantastic, that they were actually presenting the church as the church is and should be uh, as far as the community aspect goes. What do you think's happened between then and now? Obviously, there are the scandals within the church and whatever else, but but why... Why have the media forgotten that so readily? Yeah, it's it's always very puzzling how they how like they appear to be your friends one one year and then the next everything just goes sideways. I think what's what's happened is um, they've become more cynical, mm -hmm. way more cynical than um, than they used to be, and overall, like overall in the in the whole schedule of things. Um, They've they've managed to their their skill and power of being able to maximize negative stories has far exceeded our ability to promote all the good that occurs um, from a media perspective. Um, I think that's 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 the problem. Our voices just aren't strong enough. The effort that does take place is is amazing. It's fantastic. It's you know we're we're doing the best that we can with all the resources available, but. I think there's just there's too much negative noise in the system for us to get our message through. That you know the Catholic Church is a fantastic, you know, that that Catholicism is a is a fantastic um, oh, philosophy, way to live. You know, uh, Han Solo, it's all true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
No, no, no. It's true. All of it. Yeah. <laughs> we have a rule at Parisia that yeah. if you mention Star Wars, yeah, we, don't, we don't have a swear jar at Parisia. We've got what we call a jar jar. <laughs> so if you mention Star Wars, you've got to put a dollar in the jar jar. We're so yet we'll, to find this we'll jar jar. For this later. <laughs> <laughs> Takes half post. Man. Miguel, from, from <laughs> your perspective on this front, you do a lot of work with Parisia now. Uh, recording live events and producing those events in various different formats and a lot of what we do now is trying to get free resources out there to people. From your perspective, the importance of what we're doing and, and the role that you're playing in that, what uh, what have you got to say on that? I think it's um, extremely important and I wasn't in this field before. I bumped into you guys at a conference and um, it started from there. And I actually didn't realize there were so many talks that you guys did, like these speakers from all around the world, theologians, um, just, you know, the cream of the crop of the Catholic intelligence around the world. And um, I've learned so much from filming it. And it frustrates, frustrates me a little in that um, my, the average parishioner doesn't avail of that. And, um, I mean, we were putting it out there. Um, but, yeah, it's a difficult message to to sell i suppose um but uh, things are positive um i, I think that we can only go up i suppose um I, I also think that we need to be more um i don't know creative in our ways of um of putting forward our views uh the catholic faith uh, i love what bishop umber says about how to avoid being shouted down as a bigot um, use art. So be creative, like use metaphor, uh, like present things around the issue that makes people think. Uh, uh, Deacon Harold says that too, make people think, as long as you make people think. <laughs> well, Jesus did that very thing. He spoke in parables to engage people where they were at, knowing that just telling them straight down the line won't necessarily get through to each and every person. What you're saying is this along a similar line, like he spoke in parables, you're using metaphor to try and yeah. to reach them with the message. And that's what um, that's part of the message of Bishop Humbers too, that, that Jesus used parables to not get into trouble. When he spoke straight, then he'd end up in trouble. Absolutely. And you, you and I have had many a conversation about I'm how we're going, in trouble. <laughs> well, there's that, but, but how we're going to be creative in the future. So hopefully people see through Perusia some of the fruits of those conversations yes. in, in the in the very near future as to the different things that we're trying to, to, to get this message out there. Yeah. This, this good news out there to people. And Gio was right about what Han Solo said, and I'll, I'll, I'll chip into the Jar Jar <laughs> as well. Um, Dick and Howard last night was saying how Catholic faith, that's it. That's, that's the one. That's, there's no, there's no, nothing else comes close with logic. Even Monica Dumit in her talk was about how Catholic logic on life issues is perfect. And that's said by a secular person who's trying to fight the pro-choice argument. No, you got to attack them with um, uh, by attacking their premise, not their logic. So there's a lot to be proud about being a Catholic. And um, I think because of the bombardment of mainstream media, everything negative, um, people in the pews kind of tend to forget. Absolutely. Now, we have a, quite a unique role within the church and in a media side of things. And I think we all really enjoy what it is that we do and the opportunities that we have. But to you, Giovanni, as yeah. a family man, and yes. you've got two children, oh, it's so easy to get caught up in the events that we're doing. Yes. How do you balance the work that you do, do, you do that? with family life 
And uh, do, you, do you take your family along to events? Are your children following the footsteps of their father? Are they getting involved in this as well? They, look, the, I, I'm, I am absolutely blessed, lucky, and very fortunate to have um, my wife's parents live next door. So we share a fence. That's how you do Nice. Know. We took the Everyone Loves Raymond. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest you take too much from that, actually. <laughs> and we, you know, what is it, my big fat Greek wedding? No, 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 we, not across the street. We share a fence. So it's so, like, for me, it's pretty easy. And there will be phone calls that come through, you know, short notice. We need you at something. Something's happening. Um, and I can call upon, you know, my wife's parents and my parents as well. So, and this is the beauty of the Catholic Church, and I mentioned this on another radio program that we have over on Voice of Charity, the Parisier Hour, just to get a, a plug in there. <laughs> um, we, may, we made mention of this, that it, it does take a village to raise a child, mm. that part of the pro-life message, part of raising a Catholic family is involving more than just that little family unit. It's, it's the community around you. There has to be a support so that there is there's a flourishing of life and there's a real support of life. So what you're saying sort of fits into yes. that. Yes, Jeddu and Teta and Nono and Lola, <laughs> they love seeing the kids come over. Fantastic. <laughs> and um, oh, sometimes, like Sebastian will say... Um, he's the youngest? Yeah, so Sebastian's my youngest. He's, he's two and a half. And he'll go, oh, Daddy's going to work. And... And um, Dominique, like sometimes, sometimes she'll cry. So she's five and a half. She'll cry because she wants to. Because I always talk about how exciting it is. There's adventure. Um, when I was uh, explaining to Dominique some of my work with the pro life movement, like how do you sell this to children? How do you tell kids that you're pro? You know that you're that you're you know going to photograph a pro life rally. Well, I framed it in this way. Daddy's gone to save babies. Nice. <laughs> so I turned it into a nighttime story, yeah. like a bedtime story. I was actually going to say, I can yeah, imagine oh, some of the stories oh, you'd yeah, come back to bedtime. I'm a father, love, I know yeah, what it's you'll like. you'll love this. So it's like, um, uh, you know, Dominique, I was, I was out saving babies today in a helicopter and we rescued all these babies from, from a castle controlled by evil, evil wizards and witches. Is that metaphor? <laughs> And um, it, you know, it involves wearing gas masks, and you know, and and flying black helicopters, and breaking doors open, and using explosives to get through castle doors. And Dominic, she just loves this. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it, it involved you know, someone's got to pick a lock, and and all the babies come out, and and then and then we, we you know, we've got a, a Sikorsky CH fifty four Super Stallion landing, <laughs> landing in the courtyard, and we got to like Daddy's got to get all these friends, these all the other friends have got to help. All the ki- all the babies on board. And wow! You've got to carry the babies in the helicopter. And the wit, you know, the evil witches and wizards are coming. <laughs> Someone's got to, you know, um, man uh, man the guns and and get rid of all these w- evil evil people. And then we all lift off, and then it always ends with, and then we went to the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> but in and amongst all of that fiction. To, I suppose, open it up for someone at an appropriate age. Uh, There's a truth underneath that. Yeah. Life is worth saving. There is a a pro-life message in and amongst that whole grand (laughs) story that you present. There is a pro-life message. And if if that's the way that a a child at five and a half needs to hear it, then- 
you're still sharing that pro-life message and, you know, in years to come she'll she'll look back at that and laugh and but the message is still being delivered and it's so important to involve them in what you're doing from my yeah, perspective as well. Um, I've, I've always thought, oh, you know, could, I mean, Dominique takes a few photos here and there. So she's, she's used the camera. She has a little bit of skill. And I was, I've always thought, oh, you know, maybe when she's a bit older, yeah, I might be able to bring her along to something. Yeah. It'd be a bit of a funny game. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. What is the story behind that gas mask that we keep seeing you around? <laughs> the, the gas mask that we keep seeing you with, yes. What's I, the story behind that? I, I, um, I, I was on eBay late, <laughs> late one night. Oh, dangerous. This is a crazy place. And um, Russian gas masks, super cheap, 50 bucks. Get out from the Ukraine! No way! And when it arrived, it was it was like it came in a green satchel. It looked as if it had, it had it had like survived like everything. <laughs> and I put it on, and it just it wouldn't like it doesn't fit my glasses. And I always thought that if I ever photographed some sort of rally somewhere, and the police started deploying you know tear gas because they're going to deploy tear gas in Sydney, <laughs> that I yeah yeah smoke that I would have the ability. To keep the assignment going <laughs> by putting on the gas wow. mask and continue photographing. Oh, voice cut. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's where the gas masks come from. So looking forward, uh, there's a lot to be done in the church. Um, there's a lot of exciting things happening. Miguel, we'll start with you. Uh, from your perspective, what's up next? And, mm. and, and where do you see your role with Perusia going? Uh, and, um, and how do you see what you're doing to be beneficial moving forward with spreading the good news? That's a really good question because um, for those who don't know, uh, Perusia's had a bit of a restructure. Absolutely. And um, I'm so super excited about it. Um, I've gone to a, a funny title called um, Creative Content Coordinator, um, which is great. It's got the word creative in it, which is exciting. Um, we're going to stream a lot more of the talks. Uh, which will open the door to more people being able to access the talks. Um, but that leaves us um, with more time because we won't have to edit in post to create more <laughs> creative projects or to do more creative projects. And some of the things that we've been talking about in the Perusia offices, looking at um, sacramental resources to yes. offer parishes, a lot of the American programs that that one of our partners at, at Parisia, at Ascension Press, offers. Um, a lot of their, their sacramental programs are designed for an American market. Yes. And as good as they are, <clears throat> Australians don't seem to have the same attention span. So we're <laughs> trying to simplify this content, not simplify and water it down, but simplify and so far as compress the content into really short, sharp bites yeah. and, and things like that. These are projects on the cards that, Miguel, you're going to be spending a lot There's of time a need. working on. There's a Absolutely. need. On a parish level, sacramental coordinators, parish priests... Um, I think good resources about the sacraments would be really, really beneficial for yeah. the church in Australia. Fantastic. And that's yeah. just some of the things. There's a lot more on the cards. So watch this space. Yeah. It's from mm. Perusia World, absolutely. And Giovanni, what about you? Have you got big events coming up? You've got, oh, gosh. What, what, what's next on the horizon for you? Um, well, the pro-life campaign in Australia continues through. Um, that's just really big. That's really big on the agenda at the moment. Um, there are all sorts of... of Catholic functions that are that come up on the radar, you know, to do with the sacramental year and, and that sort of stuff. And they, they have their own photos and events to it. Um, with the uh, yeah, with mainstream media and the news like that, the yeah, the pro life 
campaign is probably the the biggest thing that needs to be uh, the the biggest fight that Catholics have on their hands at the moment, and I think and that's an ongoing one. That's oh, not something yeah. that's going to be fixed anytime soon. Yeah. That's just something Life ladies need to keep chipping away at. Yep, yep, yep. Euthanasia's yep. next. Yes, 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 yes. I think um, uh, Catholics should have you know on social media a more uh, a bigger presence. It's it's pretty big as it is at the moment. It needs to be even bigger. Um, and I think Catholics should, you know, on, on social media, you know, we, we need to basically f- fight the uh, combat, the um, pro-abortion debate with positive, positivity. That's what we're about. We're about positivity. We're about life. Yeah. We should be sharing images of, of what life is and connecting it back to um, what life is about and where it begins and what we value about this. Um, I think that's the, the really big, you know, the, the, the pro-life um, the pro-life campaign is the biggest thing in, in Australia at the moment. And are you in and amongst this, are you still doing weddings and bookings like, I'm like that? I'm still doing everything. How do people get in touch with you if they wanted to employ oh, your well, services? Look, um, you can find me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, that's the. These are the easiest ways to get in touch. They with can me. just tap you on the shoulder in the next yes, event. Yes, a lot, that you're a lot at, of the yeah. times you'll probably see me there. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got a website as well. Yeah, GiovanniPortelli.com.au. Um, you can find me on Facebook, um, Giovanni Portelli Photography, and on Instagram as well. But using the same right. same words as again. I highly recommend Giovanni for, for wedding photography. As I mentioned at the start, he did our wedding 10 years ago. Can, can I share the story, Giovanni? I'm going to okay, share it. Okay, I know what you're Whether you okay. say yes or not, I'm going to share it anyway. Uh. A story about your commitment to the task. When we were doing our, our photos at our wedding in between the, the ceremony and the reception, reception we were yes. out in, in the fields taking yes. photos and uh, you wanted to get the perfect shot. Absolutely. You didn't have the space you needed to work in, so you... Climbed the fence. Got over a fence. The barbed wire fence. It's a barbed wire fence. But you didn't get over unscathed. No, not at all. (laughs) The trousers tore on the way over. Yep. Yep, but you yep. got the perfect shot. It, you know, if you're if you if you've already gone halfway, I've gone past the point of no return. The Griffins are going to love this photo. <laughs> They're going to love this for and generations to come. And we did. No, a very very much dedicated to his task. <laughs> Are those pants hung up on your wall? <laughs> no, no, no. Now, now I wear ripstop, like Teflon coated stuff. It is Boy Scout, man. Yeah, with a gas mask. Yeah, <laughs> tactical, tactical. <laughs> Anyhow, we've run out of time today, but thank you very much, Giovanni, for coming in, and thank you, Miguel, for coming in as well. Thank you. Thank you for the role that you're playing in the church and and the contribution you're making to spreading the good news. And we look forward to seeing you both out and about at the, the various Catholic events which you're attending. And, and God bless you both with your work. Wonderful. Thank you very much. That's amazing. amazing. Thank you. Wonderful. That was Mark Griffin with Miguel Zaragoza and Giovanni Portelli. For more great Catholic talks, interviews and shows, head over to cradio.org.au.